Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Welcome to episode 232 of Another Pod. Do not relent. We've got a lot of wow story to talk about, and I'm super excited. I'm Slide Whistle. Tis I, Immunization, and I'm excited to talk about Blue Dragons. And it's me, Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire, and Horde Punching Bag, and like a certain little goblin we'll mention later, I've got a big bag of riches, and <laughs> you'll never get any of them. Wink. Oh, shit, I forgot about the Diablo event. There's a lot happening in WoW right now. It's a great time to be a gamer, unless you don't like story, and that's fine if you don't. <laughs> you know, it's a big, diverse world full of a bunch of stories, but if you don't want to do stories or anything, eh, I guess just ignore this first 15 or so. Yeah, so we got new main campaign quests, which, well, they were labeled as main campaign quests, but they weren't, like, part of the, like, like six out of seven or whatever um and this is a quest line that started in veldraken with caligos and basically it ties up all the loose ends that we previously had with the blue dragon flight like primarily like where the fuck are all of them <laughs> yeah it was it was cool like i guess like where do we even start from, like from the beginning i guess i mean yeah that's fair so the whole thing is He's like, well, one, he's like, come meet me at Blue Dragon Flight House. So we go all the way out there. And then he was like, just kidding. We're going to the Blue Dragon Flight Graveyard, the uh, the Veiled Ossuary at the top of Thaldrathoth. And we've done things here before. There was like a yellow exclamation, but not shield yellow exclamation quest up here. But we haven't gone back. And I guess that's what we're doing now. Yeah, we're hanging out. We're hanging out in the graveyard shift, and honestly, that was that was already kind of crazy. Like at the beginning, when it was like these are the bones of the dragons that have all died here, or have all the dragons of the blue dragon fight that have ever died try to come back here and die. And I'm like, so like when cats die? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was very. Uh, it was a spit in my face as a wrath guy because everyone said dragon blight was the place to be, and now Senegos reveals nope. This is actually where we die. We just all, <laughs> once this got covered up by a big fog, we decided, eh, Dragon Blight's a close second. Yeah, so, as you just mentioned, we were questing in this uh, Blue Dragon Flight graveyard with our boy, Senegos, and we've mentioned this before, but I feel like, in particular, the Blue Dragon Flight stories, story beat in this expansion, is, like, our coming to old age in WoW. Like, these are characters that we knew in some of our, like, early expansions, and they are growing up and, like, getting more story. I'm really excited about it. And, okay, so, you, you mentioned the ossuary, which is where we are during this, and I was gonna ask you, but, like, you just kind of also kind of answered it, too. Like, I was like, did they add this for the storyline? Because, like, I don't no, remember doing was, anything here. It was an area with a bunch of empty caves. Maybe there was rubble in front of it. I remember going over there with a like on all fours draconid who pointed their sword at it and were like, this is a crazy place. And then you go like, what's it about? It's like, I don't know, but kill 20 bugs and then get some Valdraken experience and we'll leave. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to rewind a bit to what Amune was saying about, about Senegos. So like, if you're not familiar with him, he's like the, the big blue old dragon that you meet in Legion with everyone's favorite little baby, Emigosa and Stella Gosa. 
He was the one who was dying in a pit of mana that the, the Withered were trying to consume, basically. <laughs> now, I know Emigosa was the little whelp that couldn't. We had to, to pick her up and put her on our back as we we threw her into the pool. Siragosa, was she just like a child? I'm trying to think. What was... Stelagosa? She, she wasn't... Yes, the his granddaughter. What... How did we quested we with her, her during during that storyline as well? Like we we uh, quest in Azuna, we quested with both. Her, her, she I think she gave about half half the quests and and he gave half the quests. So like they were was, together. Was she a dragon or was she a lady? I feel like most of the time she was in her visage form. Mm. Yeah, because though that second blue dragon flight is comes from the Azure step. No, not the Azure span. They're the Azure wing of Azuna. <laughs> Lots of Ez is going on over there. Yeah, and then they okay. So correct me if I'm misinterpreting this, but Senegos basically said that before all the dragons left the Dragon Isles, he, as a young dragon, was the gravekeeper at the ossuary. <laughs> he was the grave digger at the ossuary <laughs> dome. Thank you for picking up on that obscure reference. Grave digger, and 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 they put him there because he was like a young, like snotty bitch, basically, and he was rude. And they're like, you need to learn the lessons of life. And and one of the lines he said, which I wrote down, I'm trying to keep notes, so I'm on top of this now. He said, "It wasn't until the War of the Ancients that I took this seriously." That's kind of fucked up. I feel like he was probably the the gravekeeper for a while before the War of the Ancients. <laughs> for, so what was he doing? Like for yeah, several thousand years, my man was. Uh, <laughs> he was in charge of this place. He was like, eh, I'm just lowballing it. Also, like maybe not a lot of blue dragons died like during the time when he was originally that. So he was just like, you know, just chilling, fucking around, rolling up bugs into giant orbs, playing like his PlayStation One game of like Blue Dragon Katamari. That quest, I I can't wait for that to be a world quest. That was so fun. Like it's so basic, just rolling them up, but it was awesome to do. It came in waves. I was like, wow, this is a ball. Like stick 'em up quest. <gasps> this is Katamari Damacy. Like the rolling spun, and then he was specifically like, send it up to the king of the cosmos. And I was like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love how he was like. Yeah, you know, the other blue dragon flight didn't really approve my methods, but this is my invasive species removal spell. <laughs> and I'm like, this is how you get rid of them? So if he's removing invasive species, that means that he is technically the DNR of the Ossuary. So he's a member of the DNR army. I also like how, because um, I believe at the end of this quest line, then like Alex Raza like arrives. And she's like, oh, I saw I saw your your orb. That was you, right? I, I, I remember those orbs from back in the day. You 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 always rolling around. She would be the queen of the cosmos for the dragon people, so it it tracks. And she does she does rock a good pair of hot pants, like my friend King of the Cosmos. So you know everything's lining up here. But yes, you mentioned Alex Straza is there, and that is because they are finally going to correct the record and write down all of the names of the dead blue dragons, including their former aspect, Malagos, and his bride, Sindragosa. Yeah, we had a lot of updates for these little tablets, as well as just, like, putting a bunch of new tablets, which, like, really, like, drives home how long it's been since anyone's been here. <laughs> there were a couple that were super sad. Like, it was, like, Malagosy 
Pally go see, Tally go see, all lost. And then you did like your little etching animation. And then you click on it again and it's like super fucking dead. <laughs> killed by betrayal. And then there were a couple that were like killed by Growlina. And I was like, oh, beans. I mean, <laughs> sorry. I mean, we'll get into this later, but do you have we checked the gravestones after we finished the quest? Did they update it further? I don't know. I haven't I haven't gone back, no. The first thing I'm going to do after recording or on the break is go to the ossuary and read the gravestones again. But after updating all of the dead and things like that, Caligos is like, you know, this has really got me thinking about a bunch of random blue dragons that I knew. Tell you what, I worked with uh, Aragos and Senegos and all these guys, and we've tracked down five of my favorites or just five ones randomly scattered to the world you then got the chance to choose which of these you went to go visit on a series of wacky capers it was very much so like uh we're at the start of an expansion and here's a quest map and you choose your adventure <laughs> it immediately gave me legion vibes of being in the god i i want to see azure span but uh the legion zone and because like you have the five things to pick from and it's funny how, like, different they vary in length of questing. Yeah, which one did you guys all do first? I started with Theramore. I started with Xeros in Booty Bay. I also started with Booty Bay, which I think though the those two were probably the longest two, I think. Well, certainly Xeros' quest was long because, so he's in trouble with a goblin sort of mafioso guy. And one of the parts of the quest is like, you need to shake down a different guy, but he's got six guards who you have to bribe, but that should be fast. He's got a bunch of guards. You can just throw money at him, right? Well, when you do this day one, like Jaboy, there are 78,000 players swarming around. So it's tough to click on the guys. And when you do, you start casting. Oops, someone was already 60% through their cast and now it doesn't. So I was actively having to be like, just clicking on a spot like it was the greased pig in Freehold. Oh, God. And then people would people would walk in front of me, and I'd be like, fuck off. There's a guy that's going to be here in a couple seconds, and if you make me misclick him, I'm so mad. Oh, my God. I was lucky that, like, it was not quite so busy. It was still kind of busy, but, like, not that not anywhere near that busy when I was there. Also, we're, we're kind of bearing the lead a little bit here because this entire, basically, this entire quest chain has so much voice acting. Probably the most voice acting in a quest chain, right? Like, almost every single aspect is voice acted. Yeah, this is definitely the most that we've seen other than, like... Like, the main storyline. <laughs> yeah, the main story of Dragonflight, and even more so than, like, the supplemental chapters. Like, this quest chain has more, I'd say, than even parts of, than like, the, the Zara, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dare I say, there's almost too much voice acting to the point where, like, each <laughs> goblin that you're bribing. So, like, I so I was doing the, that bribing today, not day one, and there, and I just hear, like, oh, yeah, you bought me off. Hey, I no, I'm going to kill you. And they're all talking at once. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is like a cacophony of sounds. Yeah, I also, like, I, I assume you could probably do this entire Blue Dragon Flight storyline, like, pretty quickly like if you don't read anything and just go through it it's probably like what an hour and a half at the very most but like i like took a lot of time on the storyline and like because uh, like well, the first time i ever do do questing i like wait around to see if there's any like voice acting or even just like text that anything says and 
you know, they're all, like, almost all of it was voice acted. I'm like, damn, they put a lot of work into this quest chain. So if you're a no-sounder, turn your sound on, because it's important. Honors. Fuck you! In Chinese! But, but yeah, I, th- I think, like, the connotation here is that, like, we're tracking down all of the blue dragons that did not answer Caligos' call when he first became an aspect and needed help, right? Yeah, so he's like, why didn't you answer me, bitches? Yes, and you'll you find out it's for various reasons, like... Booty Bay, it's Zeros, who's like, oh my god, Goblin Crunkshank has me by the balls, that's why I can't leave, to, like, you go to Theramore, which is another one of the more compelling ones, and you meet up with, I her name is, like, Siragosa, uh, Sir, I think. yeah. Yes, and she's over here, like, rogue mages are sniffing around Theramore, trying to recreate the mana bomb that destroyed it. Help me just, help me kill them all. We need to, like... We need to squish this magic problem at the source. And that when you're with Caligos, he's like, no, we need to teleport them somewhere. Surely there's a magic answer for this magic arcane problem. Yeah, this this storyline in general was um like the, the Theramore one was interesting because it was kind of like story progression in the in the sense of like it's Caligos proving himself to the other blue dragons that are, I don't know, maybe like more established or like whatever in their ways and Caligos is like no we're breaking the cycle we're not going to do everything just like violently and aggressively like we can do things a new way because like the old way was like what <laughs> like d- destruction and like gave the blue dragons a bad rep and like made them well, yeah. the enemy of the people of Azeroth oh I mean Aaron especially right you were their enemy for a while you're a mage they hated you Yes, I was about to say, and they were meeting this problem, this legitimate problem, but with the same situation. They were like, yeah, a bunch of mages are fucking around with magic they're not supposed to have. Let's just gut them again. And that's like literally <laughs> what we were doing in 3.3 of Wrath. Yeah, but it's just cool like how he, he literally, how they're like, he has to establish himself. Like, like the Blue Dragon play is not just going to let him take this lead. Who was the sassiest one again? It was, uh, was it, was it Azurgos? Yeah, I think so. He, he also like I noticed that he had some really in his in his visage form. I haven't seen a visage form like his before, where he had like goat horns. Yeah, yeah, he looked really cool. It was it was also, and I know they can't do make custom models. It was very funny because he's stylized to be this old cranky man, and then he visage forms, and it's like this hot, like twenty five year old, sweaty, beefy blood elf guy, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I guess you literally can be whatever you want to be. So he's like, I want to be fucking tasty. He's he's visage fishing. Visaging? Visaging? Visaging. <laughs> he, he got his uh, his nephew to get on the phone with the other blue dragons. And then when they finally go out, it's like, oh my God, are you Ethan? That's like, mm, I can't believe I got visage fished. <laughs> Vis fished. He has some of the best, like, greeting lines when you talk to him, though. He was like, oh, oh, it's you. Like, like, damn, okay, dude. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> there, was, there was one at Theramore. I clicked on him accidentally because I was trying to click on, like, I think, like, Caligos, and they're standing near each other. And he goes, well, I guess it wasn't important anyways, huh? <laughs> and I was like, don't, don't shame me, sir, just because I had wandering mouse. So fucking good. They put a lot of like work into like the voice acting of the zone. It's just so it's so well done. I love it. Like the, the quest now, I I I I do agree that the questing, 
they definitely just is this filler to give you the story delivery, right? They're like, go, go oh, open yeah. this book while the story happens. And I'm like, okay, I'm opening the book, but why are you having me do this? <laughs> the one in Winter Spring was like that a bunch. It was with Hallie, which is funny because she was kind of a silly little lady, but it was also like, yo, that was Malagos's main squeeze number two. And it's like, her? This one? But yeah, hers was a lot of like, go click on sticks. And you went and you clicked on them and then came back. And she was like, go click on these three items. And then you do that. And it's just like, and then now you're with Cindergos and she's like, she's upset. Go click on the water. And I was like, I feel like I'm, I'm, and you know, wow is not especially like, <laughs> it doesn't take a lot of your memory, but I'm like, this one is especially useless. Yeah. She gets in the hot spring and then she gets a dragon and she's like, oh, you know what? I'm relaxed now. Maybe I will join you guys. And I'm like, all you had to do was get in this hot spring that you've been sitting next to for how many years now? <laughs> you've been over here in winter spring solving magic solutions, and I did it in 10 minutes by clicking on four things. To be fair, Cindragosa like, so, are like the simulcrum or whatever of Cindragosa was like, Hallie, you've never been here? This is, like, literally five seconds away from where you were, like, ten seconds ago. How did you not know these hot springs were here? She was too busy. Wait, was her voice acting fucked up for you guys? Because for me, when I was well, trying to... Well, it was twice, British, so just... it's it's not fucked up, but it's like, she was like, oh my goodness, and I was just like, oh, that's what you sound like, huh? She was just like, 386 entry and wrong. Then, and then she that's, would that's the wrong. That's the wrong woman. That's a different one. That's the Crystal Song Forest. That's one. Hallie. You said Hallie. That's Hallie. That's not Hallie. Her name is something weird. H A L E H. That's the one in Winter Spring. Oh yeah. So, the, but also wait. yes, that one. Kiri Crystal Gosa? Song. Lanny Gosa. Lanny Lanny Gosa Lanny is the one Gosa. in Crystal Song. Damn, poor Hallie was so unmemorable. <laughs> <laughs> yes her voice because she does that whenever someone spawns in so especially doing it day one it was constantly looping and i was just like bitch i'm out of here <laughs> you're breaking down yeah you're basically just assembling a new badass crew of like well half badass crew of of blue dragons to replace you know all the fucking dead and or dying ones yeah i mean i guess i I'm just like looking up a Wowhead article about all these dragons too, and like the Lanny Gosa and Heli storylines also are very similar, and they're both elves, and they both have books, so that's probably why we're a little confused here. And I definitely sped my way through them the most. Also, of they're all both the in snowy lines. areas. Any of these exist before, or are these all like made up new for like this zone story, or like was like Heli like someone you quested with at all, like in the old days? Like, is that a thing? I, I don't know. The only one I can speak to is the final one, the final, I'd say, impactful one. Kirigosa is real. This is a real character. So, like, this is, she, is she, like, the daughter of Cinderagosa and um, Malagos? Uh, okay, everybody, everybody, I believe everybody does exist. Hallie does. She was a cataquest giver. Uh, she, yeah, so, so she had a bunch of quests leading up to her stuff. So yeah, this I think they're all just base and lore. We just haven't seen any of these guys because they're old. Or like I don't know. I I I did. I probably did their quests at some point when I was on the path to lore master, but then just like forgot because <laughs> I did them all really fast back to back. I do know that Kirigosa is actually a book character. First, you saw her or read about her in Thrall Twilight of the Aspects. 
in which she got tooketed by the Twilight Twilight's Dawn or the Twilight Cult, whose name I can't 100% pin down right now. And I believe was this close to like becoming an egg factory? Oh god. So it was some real heavy stuff. So that's why spoilers when you meet her in Pandaria, she was like, I'm having a lot of fun in Pandaria. And then Caligos is like, I'm glad. You should come back and do blue dragonflight stuff. And she's like, actually, hmm, fuck that. Like, last time I hung around with y'all, I almost became a baby factory. So, e no. I like how when you first fly in to approach her, she's just like on a giant rock dancing like with her blue magic. She's using no, her blue I magic to like, <laughs> just like dance of like a fire dance. I'm like, what's that? I... I had notes here on my phone. And yeah, the first one for Karagosa was, why is she busting it down sexual style? <laughs> Dude, she, she wants to get down. Uh, Zeros, the gnome from Booty Bay, also existed, although very lightly, but we technically hung out with him first, guys. He's a blue whelp who was held captive by Normantis, the disposed in the lair of the deposed in Azuna. He was in Legion. When he's killed, Zeros flies out of the cave and disappears, and we don't see him again mm. until now. Oh, is he like Emi Gosa's age then? Must yeah, he's be. he's real young. <laughs> I love that we're dating dragons compared to... Okay, how was the scythe compared to Emi Gosa in Legion? Like, that's our dating <laughs> skill for blue dragons now. Yeah, the, the blue dragons have existed for millennia, and they've existed in the lore for like dozens of years. And we're like, mm, give it to me from a 2015 perspective, please. But he did say that he was hella young because when you talk to him, someone's like, really? Middle-aged gnome? And he was like, I had to pick a visage form that would trick people into thinking I was a lot older. Also, like, his visage form sucked, too. I don't know if you noticed this, but Slide and I were talking about it before we started recording that, like, all their other visage forms blend in. But, like, his, his eyes are, like, molten blue. They're, like, very obvious. Like, this is not just a gnome. So, this, it could be... In the narrative, yes, he's bad at it, but also a lot of the new ones, uh, they do that. Like, if you notice, like, Abyssian's eyes are, like, bright orange. But I think the new dragon models, the new Visage form models, they started doing that. These other guys probably don't have it just because they are, like, cataquest I think the Sermacrum of Cindergosa, I guess she has it too now that I think about it. Yeah, but like I always thought that was just because like she's just a simulcral mm-hmm. But I I prefer your thing that he like is very lizard like because he doesn't know how to do it yet. In my RP head, I'd like to think that's the reason. Also, because like he, as we established, he's the same age as Emigosa. But like, let's talk about Emigosa for a second. Like, she's even like gone up in age since we last saw her. Like her her model. Can we talk about that for a second? It's like weird as fuck looking. She's still in her. She's still in her awkward juvenile raptor age, where she looks like a fucking Jurassic Park character. She looks horrifying. I can't wait for her to grow up already. Yeah, it's like that thing where like we were talking about how like cats, like when they're no longer a kitten, but they're not an adult yet, and they look like this little weird in between thing, and then it just makes you go ugh. So for whatever reason, <laughs> her nameplate wasn't above her. So I saw this like creature and I was like, is this someone's hunter pet? Or I'm like, (laughs) is this like, is this their pet? You know, they have like a blue lizard that hangs out with them. And then I clicked on it and it was like, you know, Emigosa, who you personally saved with your hands. You preferred dragon CPR on her. And I was like, oops. DPR. DDR. Okay, wait, sorry. I know this is very disjointed because there's so much story to talk about. 
but for back to Zeros in the Booty Bay quest, right? So he's like, he's in a bad deal with goblins. Goblins have crashed the auction house. They've taken his crystals. They've devalued everything he's selling. So you have to go talk to somebody to get his options back. Did you guys opt to pay the man gold, to pay the goblin gold, or did you go get the crocolis kides? So at first, they, they're like, you can offer to pay gold, and it was like a thousand gold. And I was like, oh, it's, I mean, like, I want to try it, like, just to speed things up here. So I offered to pay one, 1k, and then he, and then he was like, oh, actually, it's going to be 2k. And then I tried to haggle him down. He's like, you're going to try to haggle me down? Actually, it's 3k now. I'm like, fine, bitch. I'm just going to go get these fucking hides then. Wait, how long did it take you to get the hides? Because I just paid him 3K because I did the same thing. I definitely <laughs> just paid him 3K. I was like, I can make $3,000 in like a couple days. I'm good. Well, so, uh, jokes on y'all, it was quick. Like, I flew over to the, the, the longest time was like flying over to the island. And even on my priest, it was just killing three of the these little ads that were there. And like, they all, all it was like, all, it seemed like a 100% drop rate. So that was nice, at least. I love that. They were like, let's make us a gold sink. Let's take some gold, let's take some gold for the economy and put it back into the auction house. That's 100% what it felt like to me. <laughs> they t- 10.2, every quest is going to be given to you by like Gilbo Krashank. And it'll be like, you gotta save the dragon aspects. You need to summon eight motes of energy. Or I don't know, uh, 8K? <laughs> yeah, just to, just, because people will. There's certain quests where people are like, they know the drop rate's doo-doo. So it's like, okay, I will pay you $10,000 to get out of this. Pay the man, pay the man. But all of these come together and you go to Caligos. They I can't say that. Some of them are real young. And Caligos is like, finally, we are a flight united. And then here comes Senegos. And he was like, oh, no, our flight's not united. Remember when we put all those blue guys to rest? Well, Malagos and Sindragos are pissed. Yeah, their their spirits are causing a ruckus up here in the Asuasuary. Asuasuasuary. Man, I'm sick of how creepy the Asu area is. That's a creepy-ass place to be. Also, like, I, I don't know if it was just, like, happened to be when I was questing there, or is it just always raining there? The sad place where dragons die. You know what? I re- It fucks me up. I have never gone where it's not raining. It, maybe they, they program it to always be sad there. Yeah, I mean, it's a graveyard, I guess. Um, A graveyard where they don't bury the dragons and... They did so okay. Not to like derail this too much, but like I was, I had this thought. I was like, so there's just dragon bones in these chambers, unburied, like not in caskets. So did dragons just physically go there, lay down, and say like, I'm taking a nap here until I perish, and then they just fully decided to just let themselves decompose there until they were just bones? Isn't that what Dragon Blade is? That's, Isn't yeah. that what they were doing there? So that's kind of what it seems like. It's literally a rumor. They just go in, no furniture, no comfort, and they're just like, "I'm gonna die." Now, now this begs the question. So now there's a there's a str- a constant stream of, of adventures going in and out of the ossuary. What are the odds that we're gonna be doing a quest and then a dragon's like, "Please keep it down. I'm just trying to die in the corner over here." <laughs> Please dismiss your disco toy. I'm trying to die in peace. Please stop throwing the fish at me. I want dignity in my death. I am I am mere moments away from death. Sla- stop slash kneeling and clapping on me. <laughs> I beg of you. 
And was it their request that their skulls be put on the dragon statue? Because each dragon statue in these morgue rooms had a dragon skull on top of a regular dragon statue. Who did that? I mean, was it Senegos? Well, maybe it was during his, like, hot young days where he's like, you know what would be really funny? <laughs> Taking this skull and putting it on this <laughs> statue. Suck it, Baragos, you fucking plebe. Now you're on top of the statue. <laughs> well, he also did say some uh, dragons can request where they die or where their bones be placed. So maybe Baragos was like, hey, man, when I die, put my head on top of the other dragon. It looks so sick. He's like, oh, I, I guess I could do that. Uh, isn't that like desecrating your bones? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's like the dragon equivalent of like, I want my ashes to be spread across some place I like. And like Bardagos is like, I want my skull to be placed on top of this tall statue. Spread my ashes at the Oakland County wave pool. Oh my God. <laughs> Put my ashes at the big bucket at the wave pool. <laughs> I want it to spill on some five-year-olds and knock out of the ground. Sprinkle my ashes at the Haunted Mansion at Disney World so that my arcane being can be dust-vacked at the end of the night. My simulacrum can ride the ride for eternity. But there's silly business happening at the ossuary, and then you realize Jake Hazy's Malagos and Cinderos have flown the coop, and now they're in the Azure Vault in an instance there. And they become huge dragon ghosties and i just gotta say blizzard is fucking out of pocket why does cindragosa's ghost why is she still bones you didn't want to put any meat on her i know that's the model we have for cindragosa because she got brought back in wrath but like you couldn't have whipped up another one for her well i think so what it's saying here is that like their spirits were okay because because when we were at the ossuary, um, basically all of the miniature stories combined together to explain what was happening about how these spirits were trapped in a stasis form of when they were like at their, like as they were perishing, they were like in like a vulnerable, like violent, like unhappy state. So they're like, they're, these spirits are like trapped in that. So like, that's probably why she is in that form because that was the form that was traumatic to her and we need to like soothe that i assume is what it's trying to say here well then like and at that point it was it was so creepy because like it was like you have these two energy balls before you summon them and it's like there's cries of eternal anger and rage and pain and eternal torture and i'm like god that's like imagine that Oh, and then, like, so, like, you're fighting, like, the Echo of Cindragosa, and your ally is the Simulcrocorocorum of Cindragosa. So she's like, oh, my cries of anguish. Like, talking about, like, the echo of her hers cries of anguish. I'm like, this is fucking weird. Why am I in the middle of this? Yeah, this is too personal for me to be here. I'm not even a dragon. Like, I'm a drag fear. I did appreciate that I got to see her inner turmoil and her hold back. She does. She's not truly upset. And it was mostly just because I didn't have any of my uh, cooldowns and I was just not doing well at the fight. I was going to say, I had to I, stop hitting. I was like, okay, I'm going to kill her. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. Like it was two seconds in and she's almost dead and they're talking. I'm like, I got, so I just stood there and I just stared at her for like 25 seconds waiting. I, I definitely kept using the big button at the wrong time. So she hit me with like anguish beam. <laughs> I would have to sit there in my ice block and recover. <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, what a dramatic fight. 
and I was just like, sorry, guys, it's just because I'm bad right now. <laughs> no, I, no, I thought, like, same on my priest, I think it was just the timing of the spells, like, there's just something that, like, locks you in place, and then, like, halfway through the fight, the, like, the abilities got desynced, and I was able to dodge it, but, like, there was a set, like, half of the fight where I was unable to dodge it. That's so funny, because I was like, this is, I was like, couldn't they have made her stronger? I'm like, she's pretty fucking weak, I'm, I'm blasting her. I mean, I never felt like I was in danger, but, like... I got down to, like, 70% health, and then I was like, oh, I'll use this extra action button to heal myself. But in the end, they you talk to them with Caligos, and you realize you don't need to hold on. You guys can go into the afterlife, and the ghosts of Malagos and Cindergosa leave, and I'm like, ha, 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 whatever. Isn't that right, shimmery mommy? And you go for a high five, and what do you find? The simulacrum of Cindergosa also left. And I was like, turn it back, turn it back. I really... If I quit the quest now, I, I can hold on to her. I, I think I really like that. Because, like, they're like, you know what? We don't need her anymore. The thing is resolved. I was a little worried that she was going to stick around and be, like, this advising voice to Caligos. And I'm like, it doesn't really... She doesn't need to be. She could be gone, you know? I, I think she was programmed to be a mentor to the future aspect of the Blue Dragonflight. And I feel like this entire storyline proved to the simulation or whatever and everyone that Caligos is ready now so she's like goodbye i'm gone now i am booting down goodbye now do we think that she left because he's ready or do you think she left because finally Caligos had visited pandaria for the first time my boy had never been to pandaria before <laughs> he was looking at the pandarians be like oh whoa what the fuck is this <laughs> Caligos, you've seen a million of these, surely. I don't know. I don't know anything about fucking talking bears. Meanwhile, I'm questing with my Pandaren hunter. Like, I've been questing with him, like, for years now. And he's like, <laughs> He was like, I just thought you were an ugly orc. I thought you had a toy I thought you on. you had a skin condition. <laughs> I thought it was your mystical visage. You're telling me you really look like this? He's Yuck, like pulling on you. your cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you heard her here first. Caligos is maybe racist against the pandarian i don't know <laughs> they're not a people <laughs> he shouts rather <laughs> racistly they're like a pet although i will i will say um so i, I asked it i asked Wooly if he had done the storyline in um the one in pandaria with uh kirigosa right um and <laughs> because like there's a distinct part of it where you, you effectively go on a date with caligos right like to the tavern well, yeah because he's because his whole thing because Kyrgios is like i don't really know i love my house and then Caligos is like loving your house is super great but you have a great house in the azure archives and she's like tell you what go to the inn and chill and yeah you and your your boy Caligos, and in my experience 70 other people <laughs> sit down for a brew yeah, and then he does that thing that, like, is a sign of, like, uh, this first date is not going to work. And by that, I mean he, like, trauma dumps everything on you from his past relationships, I think, is what basically happened. Yeah, you get a couple of beers in him, and he fucking starts talking about how sad his life is and how worried he's about everybody. And I'm like, jeez, dude, this <laughs> must be a good time. <laughs> Chen Bumblesnout is like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's just like, hey, man, it's whatever, whatever gets him to... Be comfortable, I guess, whatever moves the plot forward. Yeah, yeah, we gotta get into that seat of power quicker, you know? But yes, at the very end of it, the very final moment is that Senegos has said, he said, 
this is real cute and all, but guess what, guys? I just ran out of power. And this is why Slide has to check the <laughs> uh, the ossuary on a, a break here because he's like, guess what? I'm done. I'm dying now. It was such a, like, it was funny because you think the story's over. Like, like you think it's done. Like, they're like, Cindergos is like, I'm leaving. And he's like, I'm the blue king now. And then Cindergos <laughs> is like, okay, everybody. I'm going to give it the blue dragon flight a treat that they have not seen for forever. I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? You, our, our boy Cindergos was really like, y'all want to see a trick? <laughs> And then he does a he does a Kentucky flip into this laser beam and, and just kills himself into a thousand little pieces and then all of his children like collect his ashes and they're like, Jeepa, is this you? Take him into the Oakland County wave pool. Put him in the big bucket. <laughs> and then what's best is his eternal legacy, the last thing he'll ever be is a toy you get delivered posthumously that is just a fancier version of the Cadgar, like, magic ball toy. He's like, finally, I won up that old bastard. Use mine instead. <laughs> do, 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 you, do you have this thing? It's yeah. literally, you <laughs> you summon a tiny dragon, a tiny Senegos, and he goes, hmm, outcome uncertain. Ask again in an hour. And I'm like, I guess that's that's you, buddy. That's... That's all you'll ever be. Yeah, um, I was going to ask you guys if you got these um, letters as well, because there were two letters I got in the mail after this that I just noticed before we started recording. One with that toy, um, and then there's another one that was from Kirigosa, and it was a letter that was said to be delivered to Caligos. And I, I'm i always respectful of these letters. I didn't open it. I, I don't know what you guys did. I haven't even checked my mail yet. I just finished the quest like 10 minutes before we recorded <laughs> Oh, I instantly opened that shit. I said, fuck you, Caligos. <laughs> I'm going to read your hot mail. Well, what is it? What is it? Well, Kirigos is basically like, hey, Calic, it was super nice to see you. Love catching up. Uh, I'm going to live here for the time being, but we're like super immortal and Pandaren society is mortal. So maybe things will suck here and eventually we will fly on the magic blue sunset of the Dragon Isles. So don't be sad, Kay. Okay. Also another quick side tangent here. Specifically during the questing in Pandaria, my Eye of Nazoth showed. But like that was the only place that it showed. <laughs> well it probably showed because of the um the zone. Veil of Eternal yeah, Blossoms technically is a BFA zone. Three. Yeah, but it's still kind of far from where like that place actually was. But yeah, yeah, you're right though. I just thought it was interesting. A little a little tidbit. Yes. And it did whisper at me, which I must have gotten used to because I heard it and I was like <laughs> and then I was just like, Oh yeah, it's just my head. Oh, I meant to Google this. Okay, so back to the back to the booty bay quest. Again, I keep going back there. There were pirates on the ship that kept shouting. The fucking the voice acting. They shouted so many things. Yes. And, and 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 some of them were saying um, some name was gonna get us. And it was like it sounded like an old god octopus or a kraken. It was like Arupas or uh, Ulu Octagosh will get you. And I'm like, who am I gonna fight this monster? And I meant to Google it at the time, but I didn't want to get spoiled. But then it never attacked. So is this foreshadowing or is there just some old god that they or some old sea thing that they worship that I don't know about? I just assumed it was some guy I had not met. Like it's like, oh, Captain Octagon. He's a real piece of work. 
he's going to get you. And so, but yes, you are correct in that every one of them screamed it as they died. And especially once again, day one, thousands of them were dying a second. So it was a very loud ship. I wish I knew what, what the name they said was. It was capitalized. It was a proper name. Like they definitely have either have plans or it's some like old classic lore that I just don't know about. Well, I still need to do the quest on my hunter. So I will let you know. <laughs> Doing science for all of us. Yeah, but overall, I really liked this storyline. Yeah, now, now, okay, so Senegos, why didn't he just go die in one of the dying rooms, I guess is my thing, but I guess he he did say that he had extended his life artificially a bunch of times. He was like, I've extended my life a bunch. You could easily do it to me if I wanted to, but I want to do a Nucky flip, so I must throw yes. myself into laser beam to die. Like, is that the only reason why? Yes, like... <laughs> Well, yes, like everything, he he pledged, he made a pledge to his daughter that he would take care of his granddaughter until a new blue aspect was officially on the Dragon Isles. Yeah, so, and like ready. So yes, as soon as Kallik put on his big boy pants and put on the mayor's sash, he's like, okay, I am in such pain, I'm going to die now. Which is true, like, I also did the, like, quest text where I tried to convince Senegos not to do a Kentucky flip and kill himself, but, um, he, he and, and I was like, yeah, I guess he's right, we did, we, we did this already in Legion, we extended his life then, so, our, our, and, like, he said that, like, he didn't appreciate his duties until after the War of the Ancients, so I was like, this dude is pretty fucking old. This will be, he was like, yes. We support Dr. Kevorkian in this household. If we want to die, we have the right to do so. <laughs> oh my god. Have you seen that, con I'm using air quotes, controversy of that woman who's like, I'm making TikToks with my grandma the week before she gets her assisted death. Oh, I mean, I saw those TikToks. So I didn't see any controversy with it. I, but like that TikTok, that TikTok did cross my feed though. People online were just like, well, it's weird that she's like dancing with her grandma before she dies. But that is 100%. Um, God, what was his? The, the the other blue dragon we were talking about. His actual granddaughter. She's making Stelagosa. mystical wow. Yeah, Stella Ghost is making mystical wow versions of that. Hanging with my grandpa before he does a Kentucky flip. <laughs> and it's just like her holding the phone while he's in the, camera. the pit in Azuna. Yeah. <laughs> does it hurt a lot? Yep, there are crystals digging into my flesh. Oh my god, that's wild. <laughs> it, it gives me the fucking it gives me the vibes of that of that old vine with the Justin Bieber song and the kid in the casket with his grandpa at the funeral home. <laughs> <laughs> or is it or is he in the hospital bed dying? Which <laughs> she's she's just doing the orange justice while someone holds the camera as you see like his arcane sparkles go down <laughs> into the land. <laughs> Uh, it's a good quest, great quest. You get lots, you get rep, you get some flight stones, you get toys, you get a transmog. They they kind of give you a lot of a, a little bit of everything to kind of entice you. Um, yeah, you you get you get Drake shards and um, also I think a cosmetic appearance for one of the dragon flight mounts. You do, yes, you get spiky the legs. well the the yes spiky legs for <laughs> the, the slither Drake. Leg. And then at the very end, you do get the cape, shoulders, and tabard for the blue dragon flight. Hell yeah. I did the Rathion black dragon flight story, but I don't know if you guys want to wait and talk about that until you guys have done it. I mean, so, okay, for the listeners, 
this is so this is seven out of seven, correct? Yes, this is the end of the ten point one campaign. And this is what you can only unlock after you have a Sarkareth kill, or until I believe June twentieth, which is when Sarkareth. Hey, June nineteenth. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come well, on, whatever, whenever it fucking comes long. out on LFR, which I, same week that that reset. Yeah, so I killed Sarkarath last week. I plugged it because I want. I mean, I'm a I'm an evoker. I want the legendary, so I'm gonna try to kill it. So I I, I killed it. I only killed it on normal. Um, I was thinking about doing the heroic run just to get it, but those pugs are gonna be a lot harder. Um, when our guild isn't quite there yet, because Lynn, a raid lead, keeps having excuses on why we don't have two full raid nights. So we've been doing some, like, weird gift raiding where we have one real raid night or one and a half real raid nights. And yesterday we did, like, for our second raid night, we did, like, Fireland time walking because I, I will say, like, the gear was nice, too. I actually got, like, a good trinket out of it. The trinkets were nerfed. But it was still better than the trinkets that I had because my trinkets were dog water. But I swear to fucking god, like our <laughs> our group was so like tense, like the tensest they've ever been. Everyone felt the need to explain every little mechanic, and then I'm like, my dudes, like this is the equivalent of like LFR. We don't need to really worry about most of the mechanics here. Like may- maybe if there's like a major tank swap or like position it in a certain way so we don't all die or like something but like we don't need to hear your entire rating history right now like everyone was like at each other's throats to like try to prove that they were the biggest kata raider back on the day and i'm like guys this is like lfr here and then to be fair like at the beginning they were like okay vote yes on the ready check if you want to do it and vote no if you don't i hit no immediately <laughs> no i don't want to fucking do I don't care about the fucking Firelands. I don't give a shit. And then, obviously, everybody else hit green. And I was like, that's fine. I'll still do it. And then it was Vegemite. Someone was like, well, it's unanimous. No, it was not unanimous. I voted no. (laughs) I also waited for my vote to time out. (laughs) You basically voted yes. You, you, by not voting, you said yes. No, it just means that I literally do not have a voice until the next election. I cannot speak. Hmm. So after you go Sarkarath, the quest line honestly isn't really that long. Like the the blue dragon flight Caligos thing is if I had to estimate, I don't know, six times as long <laughs> as the end campaign. It's kinda weird. I mean, I Aaron can chime in too, but like I'm down to be spoiled on this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I already was day one. Like I was like, ah, oh, beans, I can't see this thing. Sees it. Yeah, I mean, like, it's really, like, it's kind of things we already know. It's just kind of, like, just closing the chapter because what you do is you end up going back into the Abbey. So you go back into the raid, and and you're in the raid, and it's the exact same except all the mobs are dead or all the bosses are dead. And now there's, like, uh, the Black Dragon fight forces are, are fighting what's left inside to clear it out. And it's kind of cool because you, you, you fight through it. And you're 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 getting back to Sarkarat's chamber, and where his body is still laying, where we where we the adventurers killed him, and there's a bunch of people around him. Uh, Scale Commander Emberthal is kneeling, and she's like, "We will remember your name." And fucking Tabellion's like, "Why the fuck would we remember this guy's name?" <laughs> That's literally how he comes off. Do you know how how long it took us to get into this spooky chamber to kill him? <laughs> Not let alone leave and then come back. Fuck this guy, kicks body. 
But I think Sibelian just hates all of the, the Drac theory. He's probably like, I barely remember your name, Emberthal. But like she was real. She was like, because I we will remember the mistakes he made and how we will never make those mistakes again. And I'm like, damn, why aren't you the fucking fifth aspect? Why aren't you the aspect, bitch? You're cool. Yeah, why isn't he the, why isn't she the aspect? Which spoilers, she's not. Aaron told a fib. She's not. I wish <laughs> he dared. He dared to dream, but they didn't. They didn't take a chance. Instead, it's like, well, one of us big, cool dragon boys got to be the aspect. And they turned to our two tan brothers, and they said, "Not us, chief. Oh, yeah. We don't want it. We're not ready." Okay, so this was really good, and I was like weirdly like emotional about it. And I'm like, I don't even. I I, I haven't. I'm not even. Max rep with Rathion. Like I don't do the keys. I don't go to the obsidian thing. Like, I, like we are not. We are not besties yet. So, so the whole way getting the Sarkarath, it's like a buddy cop of like Sabellian and Rathion killing things. And Sabellian's like, look at all these freaks in here. Look at all these weirdos created by science, and and they're all an unnatural. And and then Rathion's like. Uh, you know, I was a test tube baby too. You're talking about me. And Sibelian's like, uh, no, I, uh, I didn't mean to call you. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was like awkward and like endearing and but weird. Well, he's always, that's always been a, a part of his character, at least in Dragonflight. We never touched upon it, but the in the lead up to this, but when you were attacking Abras, he's like, when you found the Slither Drakes, which, by the way, we have those. We never said it, but you know it's been three weeks. When you found the Slither Drakes, he was like, these weird fucking things will be great for attacking Abris because they can die. Just like all of the test tube children. And yeah, Rathion's like, you know, that's that's me and my <laughs> gang, right? And he goes, yeah, you can die so that me and all the natural born black egg babies can live. And then Abyssian's like, that's real weird, bro. And so that's you, such a... You're just saying that on main. <laughs> it's such a great dichotomy because you compare it to what happened in the in the Abbey after. And when Rathian's like, you know that's me, right? Again. Isabellian's like, oh, fuck. I'm so sorry. <laughs> He's like, I didn't mean it. We're brothers. And it's them kind of like, you know, like being cool with each other. So they they get to Sarkarath. Skill Commander's doing her thing. I'm kneeling with her. I'm clapping on Sarkarath's body. And... So they're, they're like, okay, we need an aspect. Who's it gonna be? And they're, and they're like, Rathian. He's like, I will not do it. I, it is not meant for me. This power, I do not seek it. I do not seek power. And Sibelian puts his hand on his shoulder, and he's like, Neither do I. I don't want it either. So, so basically, the, like this, these are their reactions because of what they saw when we defeated the Abbey, like in the end cutscene, right? Yeah, they basically saw like themselves in Sarkareth as like seeking power and and what happens to those who power corrupts those who corrupt them blah 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 whatever the saying is and so then they're like well then who's it gonna be and I love how good the in-game engine facial reactions have gotten because Abyssian's face it looks so good it's like a it's like a look of like shock but like happy shock when he realizes that he's like it's me because they're like we know who it should be. And he's like, no, I don't want this. <laughs> and he's like, I can't. I'm so honored. Oh, my God. It's like, it's a really good moment. Cause I love Abyssian. I mean, he, he gave us our best line, right? Uh, No, I won't be doing that. 
Which is basically what he said to going into the Abbey in the first time. He's like, no, I won't be going there. <laughs> and it's just, it's just, it's great. And so, so then all that happens basically. And then it's like, okay, let's go back to Valdraken. And so we go to Valdraken and I guess there's two quests. I didn't even notice. One of them was talk to Abyssian and the other one sent me on the blue dragon track flight that everybody else was starting on. So I thought that was the campaign. So I never finished the campaign until mm, like an hour ago. (laughs) (laughs) I I did the last thing. I was like, oh, fuck, I have one thing to do. So like one is the blue dragon flight and the other one was just Abyssian becoming the aspect. Is that what like the end cap is there? Yeah. So the end cap is talk to Abyssian and then he basically gets inducted into the aspect hall of fame. And they're like, so fucking Alshaz is like, okay, everybody gather around. The ceremony's beginning, blah, blah, blah. Like, we're talking. And, and she does, oh, it's so cool. She does a citizens of Valdraken. And she, like, shouts so everybody can hear it. It's all voice acted. And she just basically announces Abyssian as a new aspect. And there's this cutscene which shows, like, all the fucking aspects. And she's like, we have gathered. And it's Abyssian. It's Marithrithra. It's her. And then... It's those Dormu, and I'm like, okay, guys, maybe we should have taken this time to have him step down from the Supreme Court and have a replacement come up before it's too late, before he becomes bad again. Like, why are we allowing him to be on this council still? But then she turns to Marithra, and she's like, Marithra, do it. <laughs> and Marithra does like a Pixar, like, whoosh, this magical spell, and she shows, I'm pretty sure, the, the new world tree that, like, has it's more than sprouted it's like got a huge trunk it's like it's not it's not quite the levels of Teldra so yet it's like uh it's almost like emigosa it's kind of awkward kind of awkward looking it's like we will protect this with our lives and it's like fully rendered cinematic but like for six seconds it's very quick so we don't have any information about where it is right because at the end of the green dragon flight like the the story there was just Marithrithra becoming the aspect and that they had a plan for planting the new tree, right? But we never found out where or when or its timeline. I guess it's already in, like, its weird tween phase so soon? And don't forget, because she's been real quiet about it, Isera is here. She's on the Dragon Isles in the Shady Sanctuary just chilling. So maybe it'll be revealed that she's been tending to the garden this entire she's time. She's gotta be. She's gotta be. There's, there's. I'm so excited. The minute that tree's fucking up, I'm going back to my druid. I'm fucking ready to go hang out there and just live in that tree. It was good. But like in 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 response to the the Nosdormu thing, I mean, he's getting his story prog progression um soon, like in the next like half patch, right with the mega dungeon. <laughs> Yeah, give him a month or two to sit up there and be real cool. And then as soon as like, let's see here, like late July hits, he'll be like, oh my God, I'm evil now. <laughs> It'll be Chromie, right? Chromie has to be the one that replaces him. There's no way it'll be anybody else, right? Um, Morchi, obviously. <laughs> uh, tick, talk, they sit on each other's shoulders. It's very cool. And that's something that I think they need to do for all the dragon fights is kind of give them that blue dragon fight story. Because again, other than Chromie and Ticker Tock, can you guys name any more bronze dragon fight people? Well, there were a few that we were introduced to during the main storyline early in Dragonflight, but I don't remember their names because like that was the only time we saw them, right? <laughs> the ever functional Zidormi, mm. of course. 
she's she needs to get her flowers. She's been over here being highly functional for years. <laughs> I feel bad because like I know Mrithra, and then I know she has her son of the dead green dragon flight man, <laughs> who's the amicuous, abicuous, something with a Y in it, and I'm just like, that's how I remember you, son of. You know what? You I I am doubling, tripling down. We need more stories because yes, even the other ones like Alex Straza. Who else? Major Corey Domo Stralaza. Okay, like, and they just introduced that one. Yeah, Corey Straza, I guess. Uh, Red Straza. Itchy Straza. How could I forget about Red Straza? Chore and gas, Itchy and Scratchy tor- Straza. Gas Straza. <laughs> but oh boy, I bet you were thinking. What other news are they going to get to? <laughs> Just damn near the episode, but we did promise it. The Diablo event is happening. Yeah, so right before recording, there was an event that happened in Stormwind, and there's spreadsheets out there. I guess these things are happening all the time in various different places, possibly. I don't know. I didn't look at it. I, you guys just told me, go to Stormwind now. I'm like, okay, fine. So then I flew into Stormwind. And Aaron and I were in different phases, like different shards. Um, and I guess these things spawned in different areas in Stormwind. Like mine was over by the docks by the statue of the big lion over by the Stormwind docks. And mine was at the base of the mage's tower. But I'm glad that it's instanced or sharded because there were probably like 50, 70 people there. As soon as so the thing is a, a hole to the Diablo universe opens up and a treasure goblin comes out as soon as that boy hit the ground my computer chugged oh my computer basically exploded like because everyone had all their toys out so there were already too many particles before this like little goblin spawned i and then like when he did spawn and everyone started using their actual abilities i was like i'm just gonna run up into there or try to run up into there and like try to use some aoe shit try to tap target and put a dot on it but it was so delayed. <laughs> so delayed. Yeah, I I, I watched of you do it because I was doing the story still. I was in the hot springs with our girl, Halle. And um, <laughs> Amin killed it. And then he, I watched him stand there for like two minutes trying to loot the small treasure goblin body underneath all the trampling feet of the people above him. It was like almost impossible. I had to like wait for people to leave before I could even find the body to loot. And you can get a whole number of fun cosmetics, a mount, a pet, all relating to Blizzard Entertainment's newest release, or soon-to-be-release, Diablo 4, on Xbox Series X, Slash 1, PlayStation 5, and PC. I am excited. I, okay, so, like, I've had this pre-order for a very long time, just for the mount, mostly, and because I know I'm going to play Diablo. Like, I know I'm going to play it. And then I, it kind of just crept up on me. It's here. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, I gotta play. I mean, I didn't. I never pre-ordered it. I'm more so just excited for the in-wow things that are happening, like, right now. I got, like, from this treasure goblin, like, some T-Mog. But then also a toy, which is a scroll. So is... Can you guys confirm for me? Is this the one that, in the past, you needed to collect the scrolls and combine them to make this toy before? I'm 95% sure, but as somebody who doesn't have the toy or ever completed the scrolls, I guess I can't say with 100% certainty that that is the one. But it's called Diablo Portal Town Scroll, so I'm pretty sure it is. 
Yeah, I mean, like, the same. On my Hunter, I have, like, 9 out of the 10 scrolls. I was never able to complete it. So if this is that, then I'll be very happy. Because, like, that, that dropped it for is. me it today. To, yes. <laughs> I, I'm looking at the WoWpedia here, and it says that it drops off the various rares from 2015 and Treasure Goblin 2023. There we go. Oh, man. I So so you can do this once a day to, to get your chance at loot. Uh, also, Tyrael's Charger has a chance of being in there, which I think is kind of fucked because they they literally put Tyrael's Charger in the store like a month ago to buy. And like, okay, like when they had things in the store recently, it was like, hey, this thing might be in the trading post, just so you know. They didn't say that for Tyrael's Charger. They put it in the store, they charged for it, they collected their money, and then they were like, okay, now it's a drop chance. <laughs> Uh, that's that's kind of wild, isn't it? It's giving me uh, mm, Overwatch two vibes. Mm, mm, mm. You thought okay. we forgot? We didn't forget. We're heading on into a very quick end of the podcast underwatch. <sighs> and um, okay, so Sleepy Tony has gone into a coma because Overwatch two has announced that PVE is deceased it has perished the dream is over the whole reason for creating overwatch 2 is no longer there or at least the reason they told us the real reason apparently is that they want to monetize it you know so like we have a battle Uh, pass my my situation in this having had some time to look at it it sounds like they're just canceling this very specific mode where you ran missions that had like trees and i was like oh just that so there will be story missions, I'm putting up quotes, which is what I was interested in. So I was, the blow is there lessened now, be. weeks there later. There won't be story missions, let's be real. Who knows? There won't be story Who, missions. They, they claim it's coming next season, so it's not well, a pie in the sky like, on that one. The, I 100% guarantee you they're just going to do the thing where like their air quote story missions will just be seasonal stories mm-hmm. like the Halloween one. There will be one next season, and every once in a while we'll get a new one that's like that, which is like what we've already had every occasionally, like with the Archives event or like the Omnic Crisis ones mm-hmm. that we've already had. Starwatch fucking sucked. Starwatch was a horrible event. It was so stupid. It was so dumb. Starwatch did stink because there were specific heroes that were on different sides. They were not equal. It was much harder to be the Rebels because Lucio and Baptiste just could not cut it in that, like, situation. And then you're playing on a cannibalized uh, Horizon Lunar Colony, a map they pulled out of the game, which I'm not not really complaining about them pulling the map out of the game. Fuck that map (laughs) for for PvP. But it's like, okay, like, this isn't even a new map asset. So, like, you guys are doing PvE quotes but like what the hell have you guys been doing like what like what else like where is this work going so these story fucking hero missions better be good and they better fucking be free but they won't be they're probably gonna charge for this shit and like the whole thing about the trees too like i remember like at blizzcon 2019 like we played actual story missions with like I don't know. It felt like it was pretty far along. So I'm like, so what happened these last three years or four years? Like, eventually some news is going to come out about this. And I'm very curious to see what the fuck it is. How many heroes were available? Well, we were in a group of, I think, four. Because, like, you, me, Tyre, and Papa Cheese all did it together. I think it was Reinhardt. It was Tracer. I think it was Soldier. Was it Lucio, Genji? Well, I think Lucio or Mercy, I think, were like, because, like, there was a healer. I don't remember what. 
tracers was awesome like like there was one where like for each time you you would uh dash forward uh, uh she would drop a fucking bomb like at the end of her dash and like just that alone that one talent was so fucking cool there were so many other things and they're just like yeah you know uh we can't do that for everybody that's crazy and it's like well then why did you say you were gonna do it in the first place they had to have also known this for a while you know aaron kellerman the games director did put out a lengthy write-up uh, sort of, you know, doing the old apology, but then also talking about internal development and sort of how they were trying to eventually get back to Titan using this system. This was supposed to be step two, but it was too lofty a goal, air quotes. It's been a second because I, I read it when he first put it out like yeah, two weeks that's ago. that's pretty much what he said. And so it's been a second but it's worth reading, even if you hate oh, it. I read it. Even if you despise everything, it's worth reading it just to get like an understanding of allegedly why they had to cancel. It's just TV. like one of the things he was he said was like he said like just trust trust us that we will deliver. No, there's there's like zero trust. Like why <laughs> why would I trust you? Like what like why like there's not really a reason to. You don't give refunds if people buy shit by accident. You charge twenty dollars for skins, which costs so much more than a Fortnite skin for like what you get. Like the monetization is all out of whack. The battle pass. Like, there's just so much going on that you can easily see why they're like we don't have to do PVE. We'll just charge for everything else in this game that you guys can get cosmetically. Yeah, I mean, obviously, everyone's frustrated, rightfully so. I am too. Um, and yes, as you mentioned, I'm still fucking salty about that twenty dollars that they never refunded me, even though I submitted several tickets about it and it took them like a month to respond and be like, uh, "Actually, we can't refund that." I'm like, "Why the fuck not? You're fucking dog water." UI accidentally bought a $20 skin. I'm like, refund it. What the fuck? But listen, you can pass the gnome now. You can pass the... Everyone loves pass the gnome, which is just play 48 games of Overwatch. (laughs) I I have not done that event because I stand in solidarity with the community. Me and the Reddit army are (laughs) boycotting it because I already got level 80 on the pass. Also, it's not even a fucking event. Like, they announced it as if it was an event, and it's just, like, it's under event. It's just six achievements under event where it's literally just, like, play 48 games or win 24 games. Oh, for real? That's it. It's not even, like, a mode. Oh, that's... Just regular Overwatch. I mean, I I guess it's... Better than being like play Bob and Weave because Bob and Weave wasn't fun. Yeah, and you knew it wasn't fun because they only made you yeah, not dude, even win, just sucked. play. You only had, you only had to play it three times. Ugh. All right, let's do our top two bottom boot medium moves. Let's bring some while back into this. Uh, Aaron, what do you got? Well, I have myself a top two, <laughs> and my top two is that through our. One day of rating, I have accrued my four set of Ooh, tier nice. gear. Damn, that's two mages with a four set? That's crazy. I wish some fucking other pieces of tier dropped. <laughs> yes, and it is not as dramatically cool as years past, but the two set is Phoenix Flames, which is one of your linkers. You'll do more damage, period, for four seconds every time you hit them with one of those. And then the four set is... If you have that debuff on the enemy, uh, you get a chance to get Phoenix Flames back just for doing damage. Periodically, it will just give you another thing back. So you can really extend those combos. It's the best kind of tier set. 
the just functional and not interesting looking one. Well, I'm happy for you because that means one less person to compete for my tier set. So you think I'm still rolling, rolling need on all of them. <laughs> I need to get that T-Mog. That set looks too good. Boo. But immunization, what is your TTBBMM? Well, I think I have a bottom boot, unfortunately. And, like, I, there, there's a lot that, I, like, was good this week. Like, everything we talked about about the, about the blue storyline. But this week also had our first tyrannical week in Mythic Plus season. And it, it's the same as it always is for us. Like, when we have our first tyrannical week of the season... We are at our lowest gear point. We don't have the new four set or two set for some of us even. We're like in between tier sets. We're undergeared. We don't know the new dungeons. Tyrannical always comes around and smacks us right in the face and like fucks us up. We had some really bad dungeons last night. It was really rough. Yeah, we had a lot of close. We were so close to killing the boss. Like we were like 1%, 2%. It were just, and like if we had just had more tier drop. Like, like, just had more tiers for, like... Because I feel like the the tier that dropped for us was Mage, Hunter, Druid. And then it was the Death Knight, Warlock, uh, others, Demon Hunter, right? So, like, the, there was not a single piece of Evoker and whoever... Who does Evoker share with? I don't even know. Monk, Monk Shaman... And Shaman... The other one? Yeah. And Priest, I think. That's a weird list. Yeah. But so, like, not one of those drop, which is nuts. I have a two set, which is really good. But, like, all the other, like, I don't think Myth has a two set yet. There wasn't a lot yeah. of sets dropping for everybody else. And so, like, we were just a little bit weak in there. I was lucky enough to get two set this week. But it was because I took something from Vault. And then because Aaron and Ahoy already had the other piece and passed it to me. What's great, though, <laughs> is if you just do KSM, if you get 2,000, then you get to choose a tier piece. So that's fantastic. Yeah, so it's a, like that's why we're like trying to like uh, push a little bit of rating right now to get that, and like hopefully next week I'll be able to get my four set then with that. But yeah, oh, oh, like keys are still rough. That's the bottom boot for me here. But um, slide, what do you got? I had a bottom boot. Boo! It's his evoker legendary. I'm not excited because I know it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. What happened with immune with his bow? I'm gonna be chasing this legendary. So I've already given up on it. I, I've, I've given up on getting the one-hander. I am going to craft the best weapon I can craft for my main hand and call it a day. Call it an expansion. I'm never going to get it. And I'm just not looking forward to not having it. I mean, if anything, like, this is, might actually be worse than the Raz one. I mean, like, I did put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into trying to get it, and I never got it, um, which sucks. But, like, here, not only is... Like, it's hard for you to get. If you do get it, it'll be very expensive to actually use. And you're just constantly assaulted with, like, raid warning messages wherever the fuck you are saying other people are getting theirs. I mean, like, at the very least, I didn't get messages saying, like, attention, everyone playing the game. Someone has a new Rasbo. That's, that's, that's really what did it for me. I was just, I wasn't even in, I was in like this, I was, where, where, I wasn't even like in an area that should be announced that. Like, I'm like, well, I, it goes so far across the Dragon Isles. Uh, I think I was in the Azure Span taking a picture and it just goes, somebody got it. And I'm like, what? No, that's the thing. We were in fucking Firelands time walking and the, like, 
raid warning went off. I'm like, what the hell? So like, like, I don't have a chance to even forget that it exists. It's just, <laughs> it's just echoing through every tractor's mind. Like, here it is. Somebody got it. It wasn't you. It wasn't you this time. <laughs> yeah, it's real, real fucking rude. Crazy. But I'm hoping my main hand will be good. And I, it, it will be, it'll be fine. I, I don't need it. I don't need it. Speaking of things we don't need, just kidding. Welcome to Opposite World, because we need great people to support us, like the people I'm about to say. Command Sergeant Major Chizurla, fourth host of the podcast, Monkey, Ahoy Vince, NSYNC slash Drag Race, Azarim, Digital Dave, Mitch wants to remind everyone that Rathion isn't daddy, he's a literal child. Crucifix, Saracen Hawk, Seisha Sun Soup, Big Fat Ugly Bug Face Baby Eating Adorno says, I... Baby Gersh, Myth Gersh, Wooly, Big Bear 13, Adam N, Ickus, Novadark, SSDB, Same Soup, Different Bowl, Vander Lyle, D. Gibson, Generational Talent, Smarf, to Base God, Slide Whistle says, and Will, aka Tire, Trade Chat's Fallen Father. Do you guys have any comments, questions, emails? If you want to send me the legacy of Najarabu, you can send it to do not relentpod at gmail.com or to our Twitter at do not relentpod. What about you two? Where can they find you on the internet? You can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex. You can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. You can join our Discord by going to do not relent.com. Or you can join our aforementioned patrons by going to patreon.com slash do not relent, where we will be releasing a new bonus episode that we are going to record after this episode. Woo 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 woo! You can find me, Aaron the Human, at thebigacheesy on twitter.com. Read the show's literary musings at do not relent.livejournal.com and come watch me play Vigigrams at twitch.tv slash Aaron DNR. Maybe I'll do some this weekend, even though my in laws will be in town. <laughs> Ooh, gaming. No, th- oh, no. No, that'd be rude. I sh- they, they have to drive six and a half hours to get here. I should get them on the stream. Them. All right, we're wrapped up here. Before we go, I have a really quick story about a farmer and his sick dog that was bitten by a rabid raccoon. He had to take his dog behind the shed. The farmer came back alone an hour later and said, Another down! Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.